It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew speak to the media just days before the Commanders and the NFL Draft. What did I hear? What could it mean? And what possible direction do we have? And what surprised us as well? That's next, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Let's go. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome in, Commanders fans. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us on this edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available, of course, on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen and your first watch of the day if you're watching on YouTube. Meanwhile, David Harrison is out on this particular episode uh, I'm Chris Russell, uh, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., and the Odyssey app worldwide. You can find me and Pete there, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday, anytime, along with this show, downloads uh, and rewind on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, uh, David, of course, on SI.com's Foundation, covering the Commanders, and on Twitter, at DHarrison82. I'm at Russellmania621, and the show, at LO Commanders. All right, let's get it going. Ron Rivera and GM Martin Mayhew meeting with the media for the annual pre-draft presser on Monday afternoon. They offered really no super clues on who they might take. They're very guarded, as are all teams. And even if they told you, they'd probably be lying. And realistically, they can't know. And this is one thing that drives me crazy. Who are they going to take? Who are they going to take? What clues do we have? Uh, well, they don't know who's going to be there. This is the problem when you are not good, but not bad enough to control your own destiny. The Jacksonville Jaguars, really bad. They control their own destiny. 
they have the number one overall pick. Even if you don't have the number one overall pick, maybe you have the number two or the number three, you can at least pinpoint some of what you think is going to happen. There's no realistic way to know at number 11, which was why it was problematic, as we said back then, that the Washington Commanders fought so hard to win that final game against the Giants. I understand you didn't want to go into the offseason on a bad, bad, long losing streak. I understand the division win was somewhat important. The game meant nothing, and it cost you a couple of draft spots. So you have even less control at 11 than you did at 9 or 8. So when Ron and Martin Mayhew were asked on Monday about knowing the direction of the 11th overall pick, predictably, again, they said they don't know. Ron Rivera says, I think it's been just hard because you don't know. Duh. We always have to react, and being at number 11, uh, Rivera said, we obviously are going to react to what the first two uh, 10 teams do in front of us. It's almost unpredictable because, like you said, it's not one of those drafts where you sit there and say, these are the guys. So we're going to react, I think. Well, of course. But there's no draft where you know the top 10. Some people think they know the top Nothing ever goes like everyone is expecting because teams jump up. Teams get desperate. Teams value players differently. Who thought Cleveland Farrell was going to go number four overall to the Raiders a couple years ago? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody had that right. Nobody. And guess what? Everyone was right and the Raiders were wrong. And there's other examples of that. I think we all know the value of how quarterbacks change and go up and, and, and usually never come down, right? But there's other positions uh, as well. Martin Mayhew said, yeah, it's somewhat difficult at 11. Again, duh. Then this draft in particular, I think there's a really, really good middle to the draft. This is important, right? The middle starts pretty quickly. We've done a lot of work over the last couple of weeks. He thanked the entire staff, Tim Gribble, the director of college personnel, uh, Eric Stokes, the director of player personnel, uh, Marty Herney, the senior vice president and uh, of football and player personnel, um, you know, in terms of getting ready along with their area scouts and all of that stuff. He said, we will be ready without question. Of course, they run through mock draft simulations. They try and gauge who's going to take who based on needs, based on what they think. Uh, again, they are prepared for a bunch of different scenarios. And Martin Mayhew continued by saying he's already, and again, smartly, correctly, he's already been making calls. He said he admitted to the media over the weekend and Monday. He was just working through the league and talking to some other GMs, said, quote, there is some interest there. There's definitely some interest uh, moving both ways and talking to people who are in front of us and who are behind us. We just keep the dialogue going. It all depends on where you are that morning, really that night, uh, and where you are on the clock and who's available to you. We definitely have started making those contacts and reaching out. So that's interesting because I wasn't even expecting Martin Mayhew to say that, but it's a good little nugget that he did. It's the correct procedure. It's what good, smart teams do. You start lining up, hey, uh, teams at 12, 13, 14, dawn down to, say, 20, maybe even beyond that. Hey, what would it, if you were looking to move up, if there's a scenario, what would you be willing to discuss? What would you be willing to give us? What would you be not willing to give us? So they have a sense going in, and they have a list and a chart 
okay, Kansas City would be willing to part with this. Green Bay might be willing to part with this. Pittsburgh might be willing to part with this. Because you can't do all this in 10 minutes of clock time. It's impossible to negotiate with multiple teams. So at least if you have some sort of an idea. Now, when you do that, of course, teams are also looking for what you want and what you might be willing to do, whether you'd be willing to move up or only that you'd be willing to move down. Listen, if this team tries to move up, I'm going to throw my computer uh, and the camera that I'm talking to you guys on uh, through the window and out into a pond somewhere. Not happening. That would be the dumbest thing in the world. If they move down, that makes all the sense. What they could do is move down in one big giant leap, maybe 20, maybe even into the low 20s, or maybe you could try and, and this becomes harder and harder, to move down a little at a time so that you recoup multiple picks and you don't necessarily lose total control of a group of players that say if you go from 11 to 20 or 11 to 22 or something like that, you might lose control of. Uh, and that's, again, basically what Martin Mayhew is saying that he's doing, reaching out to fellow GMs and saying, hey, would you be interested in moving up? We're interested in moving down, we think, only. Here's what we would be looking for. We're looking, geez, we don't have a third pick, a third round pick. We don't have a fifth round pick. Next year, we don't have a second or a third. That's what we're looking for. But, hey, if it's a big enough leap down, we would be looking for a first round pick next year to make up for that, to have two first round picks in 2023. Those are the type of conversations that you have in advance so that you have an idea on paper of what might be available on draft night when you're on the clock. All right. So we continue along. Uh, Ron Rivera was asked, again, and this is kind of in the same vein, if six picks, because remember, they have a first, they have a second, no third, a fourth, that's three, no fifth, a sixth, and two sevenths, that's six. Well, I think if you end up with just six, then obviously we're going to do some other things, meaning sign college free agents or straight free agents, right, proven NFL free agents. We're able to get more than six, then it cuts down on what we've got to chase afterwards. And again, Ron is talking about that immediate rush to undrafted free agents. So, you know, we're just going to react to what happens more so than anything else. Okay. We can try and create some things as well. We have all of our options open, and we still have a couple of days left. Great. Okay. Then the guys were asked about Terry McLaurin's contract and whether that has an impact. He said, uh, and Martin Mayhew, again, was more candid here than I was expecting. He's not an overly open guy. He said, we've had dialogue with Terry and his agent. Now, they didn't say offers, dialogue. Uh, they have great respect for him. Both of them were really excited about the opportunity uh, to have Terry continue with us for a long time. So clearly they're making an effort. We don't know exactly what kind of effort. He said we won't get into much detail on what's going on there, but we have been having dialogue. And Ron Rivera reiterated that what happens with Terry McLaurin um, has nothing to do with the draft plans. And, of course, it shouldn't, right, um, because they don't know. They're not getting a deal done with Terry before Thursday. I mean, it's shocked. Uh, if they were to do that, and even if they did, again, it doesn't eliminate the need. We're talking about another wide receiver added in the first or the second round with Terry McLaurin, not without him. So it really has no impact. All right, coming up next on the Locked On Commanders podcast, what Ron Rivera said that really threw me for a loop, and it may have you. It may have surprised you as well. We'll do that next right here on LOC. 
All right, guys, our next partner has a product that I use literally every morning. I started taking AG1 because it's kind of feeling tired, disoriented. I don't sleep good. I'm up and down all night. Um, I, I, you know, health issues. I need energy. I need good energy. And that means when you take AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Um, I take it with a little bit of juice. David gave me the idea. A little bit of sugar-free juice. Mix it up, and it certainly adds a little interesting flavor to it, but it really complements and blends in with the juice. Tons of people take some kind of uh, multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb, and that is AG1. Uh, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues, uh, ended up costing himself like a $100 a day. So he created AG1 uh, to experience how difficult it was uh, to create an optimal uh, nutrition routine on his own or to avoid doing that. So that's what AG1 gets to you. To make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply, guys, of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. That's right, slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. And, guys, betonline.net is, of course, your number one source for all of your sports uh, betting, stats, and information that you need. Find out all of the latest sports developments, who's in, who's out, league reviews, news, and in information on who to bet on this year's NBA playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today and or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online where you can bet every game, every game, in game two, where the game starts at Bet Online. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and watch of the day. Now for a big announcement, guys. For the first time ever, Locked On is hosting live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in all three days as our draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It all starts Thursday, April the 28th, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and it's available on Locked On NFL on YouTube and on the Odyssey app. All right, guys, Ron Rivera said a couple of surprising things on Monday. Uh, I told you a little bit about Martin Mayhew's kind of surprising responses. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit about Ron Rivera, who certainly talks a whole lot more than Martin Mayhew, but sometimes he doesn't say a whole lot. Sometimes he does. Ron was asked about being quiet in free agency uh, with the trade for Carson Wentz, of course, chewing that up. He said, well, Coming into this, this offseason, Martin will tell you, one of the things that we sat down and we had a plan mapped out as far as taking a look at these quarterbacks coming in the draft. But after having gotten the opportunity to have Carson, meaning Carson Wentz, become part of our football team, obviously we had to reassess and reevaluate and kind of put a new plan together as to what we can and can't do, especially with free agency. So it did have an impact on us. 
And it did change our point of view on some things, obviously, because of the cap. Well, here's my question. Why weren't you prepared to go after a veteran quarterback like Carson Wentz, like Russell Wilson, like Aaron Rodgers, uh, like Derek Carr? Why weren't you building a plan for free agency to not have cap money, to not have available space, to have to whack guys because a great veteran proven quarterback costs $28 million for a questionable one like Carson Wentz? 45 or 50 million for a great one like Russell Wilson and or Aaron Rodgers. Why didn't you have another plan of attack? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't buy based on what I know and based on what I've heard all the way back to October. I don't buy exactly that they were dead set on drafting a kid this year. Now, from a financial standpoint, of course that makes sense, but they don't have two or three years to let a kid truly and fully develop. In a class that is suspect at best, were you going to take somebody that could plug and play right away or legitimately compete? I'm sorry, I don't really buy that. I really don't. The other thing that Ron was asked, if he was more involved in the draft and earlier than usual, which seemed like kind of a setup question, I forget who asked it, But he said, oh, yeah, as soon as we finished all the reviews this year, meaning for the team, the coaches, all that, uh, probably the third week of January, I went from a top 100 to a top 150 in terms of players to watch. And I started, like I said, at January pretty much through that. And I end up watching, on the average, four to five games per player. But starting as early as I did was a big change. Typically, I don't get started till right around the combine. And like I said, it started much earlier this year, and it's very time-consuming, obviously, you know, watching the tapes, talking about the players, watching more tape, going back, watching tape, looking at the combine stuff uh, we got, looking at some of these guys' pro days on tape. You know, stuff that normally, you know, you're not doing – this is a long run-on sentence – not having that response, but I wouldn't have done. Well, here's here, here's my question. Why is Ron all of a sudden going from 100 to 150? Why is Ron starting in later January than later February? Why wasn't he doing this the first two years? And I know he had a lot to deal with, but even last year when he had Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney on board and relatively in, in middle January roughly – um, why didn't he start early last year? There's not a lot of time. With free agency and with the draft as close to the end of the year as it is, the NFL really jams all this stuff together. I, I'm kind of confused why Ron would wait all the way until the combine, which is now in very late February into March. Sometimes it doesn't even start till March. Like, I understand you want to get ready for free agency after you review your team and position by position. I've got it. But, you know, you're the, you're the ultimate answer to everything. I understand you have a full staff. I understand you're letting your road scouts and Eric Stokes and, again, Marty Herney kind of do all that. But I'm surprised to hear that Ron in year one, 2020, which, of course, was a pandemic year, but, but he would have started before the pandemic, why he didn't start early when he is, again, the ultimate say. And in 2020, remember, he didn't have Mayhew. And he didn't have Herney. Now, he did have Kyle Smith. And that's something that also kind of surprised me because he said, 
Um, you know, when talking about 2020, he said, well, in 2020, we really didn't get to do as much because of the whole fact that COVID hit right around that time, which is fine. So we were pretty much confined to the tape. We did get the combine stuff initially and the interviews initially, but we didn't have the 30 visits. All correct. He said, what you really watched uh, was the opportunity to go out and watch players work out. So that was limited. What you really watched was mostly game tape. The tapes from the bowl games that they played in, the senior bowl games that they played in. Uh, then from that point, everything else we did on Zoom. We interviewed on Zoom. We had our draft meetings on Zoom. And in all honesty, what former vice president of player personnel, Kyle Smith, he said what Kyle Smith, he didn't give him this title, uh, did during that period was pretty doggone good. Hmm. That's the first time that I've heard Ron in a while mention Kyle Smith. He and Kyle Smith didn't see exactly eye to eye at the end. Uh, there was some friction there. There was some definite friction there. Maybe that was more on Kyle's end than Ron's end, but there was some definite friction there. And I haven't heard Ron give credit to Kyle in a long, long time. So it was interesting to hear him bring that up. Again, I'm just kind of concerned, worried about the timing. Like in 2020, I know he had Kyle Smith, Tim Gribble, in 2021, I understand he was able to bring in, uh, of course, Eric Stokes was already here, Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew. So maybe, okay, you don't start in late January or the third week of January. But I don't know why, as a head coach, you would start in late February on the draft when you're building through the draft and you're trying to emphasize the draft. And remember, he's not just the head coach. He's the Oh, I mean, his title is not the president of football operations, but he is. He is. He's the grand poobah of football operations. You can't start in late February. Trust me, I know. I can't start in late February and have any sort of grasp. I don't have a grasp now fully on the draft. And I start looking at prospects, you know, a little bit during the season, but pretty much in earnest in mid-January. And, and I'm just a dope on podcasts and on the radio. Uh, this is Ron Rivera. Ron should be starting earlier. Ron should be evaluating more than just the top 100. Even though he's got a staff to do a lot of that, as we know, the draft is what? 260-some-odd picks plus undrafted free agents? You can't go by gut if you're Ron Rivera. You need to go by more. And even now he's saying, hey, I'm only looking at the top 150. So I guess everything else is by word of mouth and trust of his scouts and his college personnel people. Out of that, I guess. I don't know. Kind of weird. Uh, so that kind of surprised me about Ron Rivera, some of the things that he and Mark Mayhew said. Coming up next, the legal battle for the commander's organization hits home. You'll see what we mean. But this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Guys, with all the makes and models, foreign, domestic, old, and new, all the different parts, who needs to go to an auto parts superstore when you can go to rockauto.com? That's that's right. You don't have to go anywhere. You can do it from your couch, kitchen table. You want to do it in bed? Go right ahead. <laughs> Just don't tell me about it. Um, go to rockauto.com, and when you go to rockauto.com, you're going to save a bunch of money because you're not going to go to, again, the auto parts superstore where they're going to charge you more than their buddy, the mechanic who buys in bulk and buys in volume and who's in there every day or every other day, keeping them in business. And you're not going to deal with a dealership's price for parts and labor, which is so much more expensive. 
That's how rockauto.com is going to save you money for you do-it-yourselfers, because if you're a little bit handy, you can, again, save yourself a lot of money, time, and effort by going to rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we set you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, there was another step in the legal battle that was revealed on Monday when it comes to the Washington Commanders. Virginia Attorney General Jason Miaris, uh, who just took over office, I believe, a couple of months ago, said he will investigate allegations of financial improprieties by the Washington Commanders and owner Daniel Snyder that, of course, were sent from the House Oversight uh, Committee on uh, Oversight and Reform to the Federal Trade Commission, but also copied uh, to Attorney Generals of Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, uh, and elsewhere. So uh, he did uh, admit Miaris, a Republican now, um, in a three-paragraph letter sent to the Washington commander's lead lawyer that he will be conducting an official inquiry in this matter. This whole story was first reported by John Kahn of ESPN, uh, also Washington Post in as well. He said, to be clear, I have not prejudged the issues raised regarding the commanders. However, I view it as my responsibility to carefully examine the material facts regarding this matter after it was brought to my attention. I request full cooperation and transparency from your client during this inquiry. And he also said that the probe will be conducted by Stephen G. Pops, a deputy attorney general. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, so, you know, you have that. And then the Washington Post found this out, that Carl Racine, uh, who is the attorney general of the District of Columbia and is a Democrat, uh, that office is also going to be, and apparently has been, conducting all along an investigation of the commanders and owner Dan Snyder. Now, that's a Democrat. We know there's very different thoughts on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat. So, Miaris in Virginia is a Republican. Racine in D.C. is a Democrat. So, we'll see if that holds up, because there's been a lot uh, on that particular issue. All right, so that's the latest there. Uh, and finally, from WalterFootball.com, something to keep an eye on, because there's been some thought that Washington could take an offensive tackle if one of the big three, uh, Cross, Evan Neal, uh, and Iki Ikwanu from uh, NC State drops to number 11. Well, according to WalterFootball.com, uh, after the final medical reports, some teams medically flunked Alabama offensive tackle Evan Neal. Uh, WalterFootball.com says the exact nature and concern of the medical issue uh, was revealed to the website, but out of respect for Neil's privacy and to maintain the team's discretion, that they're not disclosing the details, even though they know of teams that failed them. 
Um, again, teams, certain teams are going to pass. Some teams are going to flunk. Everybody does it a little bit different. Just something to look out for if Evan Neal actually is on the clock somehow at number 11 if Washington goes there. Because there has been some talk about moving Sam Cosme inside. Just, just something to keep in mind. Uh, also, uh, another offensive tackle that was expected to go perhaps late in the first round, uh, maybe early second round, Central Michigan's Bernard Raymond. Uh, he has been removed from some team's draft boards because of medical issues. Um, and again, they'll keep that Walter football um, uh, private, not going to tell us as to what. And then they mentioned a couple of other players, Clemson wide receiver Justin Ross, Penn State cornerback T- uh, Tariq, uh, Castro Fields and Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker III, um, who met with the Washington Commanders, had, again, some medical red flags, but they were not enough to flunk them medically uh, and drop them off the boards. And one last thing, apparently Michigan slot corner and safety Daxton Hill, who something could be a middle first rounder, um, you know, he apparently is sliding according to WalterFootball.com because of poor interviews uh, so that's something, again, to keep an eye on with Washington kind of maybe being in the Kyle Hamilton business at number 11, maybe saving that for number 40, uh, uh, 47 in the draft. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and watch of the day. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with Ryan Tracy, former NFL corner Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the next episode will feature Logan Paulson, 10-year NFL tight end and all-around good dude and draft analyst and pro football analyst. Does a tremendous job. Also works uh, some TV for the team. Did a 15-minute sit-down interview with Ron Rivera and as a regular listener slash watch of this particular podcast. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577 or locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders, PressSide.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Men Her Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. Don't drive like a maniac. And thank you for joining us right here. On the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.